from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. Yes, it is. It's the national news for week commencing April 12, 2020. I'm Graham VK4BB. In this edition, we'll hear further on the 2020 AGM with Secretary Peter Klee. VK1DA joins Felix in operational news. And from Curtin University, VK6BUS with the BIDAR Space Program, a space hardware project for research and education within Curtin University's Space Science and Technology Centre. The primary objective of BINAR is the development of Australian space technology that enables planetary science research and sovereign Australian space industry activity. The team is primarily composed of graduate engineers working on higher degrees by research and undergraduates seeking to develop their skills. This group is supervised and advised by members of the SSTC with previous experience building and operating space hardware and others who are currently part of the science teams for several major international missions including OSIRIS-REx, Mars Insight and Hayabusa 2. The Binar 1 CubeSat is currently in engineering testing and development of all subsystems hardware is complete while software development is ongoing. The Binner laboratories at Curtin have been set up with equipment for performing vacuum and vibration testing, and a rigorous testing campaign began with the proof-of-concept models of each subsystem and continues with the engineering models. The primary function of the communications link is to provide telemetry for the on-orbit testing of hardware developed at Curtin for educational and scientific purposes. Binar 1 provides a service that will be used to also engage schools in various interactive activities promoting amateur radio, STEM and the space industry to Australians from an early age. Frequencies are assigned by the IARU's satellite coordination team and requires the support and endorsement of the WIA. The Space Science and Technology Centre thank the Wireless Institute of Australia the National Association for Amateur Radio in Australia, for their support. Furthermore, we want to extend a special thank you to the Northern Corridor Radio Group here in Perth, Western Australia. They have been our bridge into the amateur radio world and they supported us from the early stages of our project. This has been Daniel Bouchan, VK6BUS from Curtin University. From the WIA, VK1WIA. Last week I relayed a statement from John Marshall, the WIA returning officer, with the results of the WIA board elections. I congratulate Phil VK2CPR, Lee VK3GK and Oscar VK3TX on successfully nominating for a position on the board of the WIA. The corporation's law specifies that companies, like the Wireless Institute of Australia, with a financial year end of 31 December, must hold the AGM within five months thereof. The WIA AGM would normally have been held in conjunction with the annual conference that was to be held in Hobart, Tasmania, on the 9th of May 2020. Due to COVID-19 restrictions on large gatherings, travel restrictions and health concerns, 
The board of the WIA has decided to cancel the 2020 annual conference and to defer the AGM. The WIA has already made an application to ASIC to defer it to a date yet to be determined. ASIC has confirmed in writing that they recognise that COVID-19 is impacting the ability of companies to hold annual general meetings. On the 20th of March 2020, ASIC released a public no-action position to help companies. This ASIC position indicates that they will take no action if companies with a financial year-end of 31 December 2019 postpone their meeting for up to two months meaning on or before the 31st of July 2020. The Constitution of Section 14 provides that the change of directors of the WIA will occur after the conclusion of the AGM. The delayed AGM means that the orderly rotation of directors, as per the Constitution, has been disrupted. Assuming a late annual general meeting, I sought legal advice on this matter and was advised that one way to proceed would be for the retiring two directors to resign or retire, effective in May 2020, and, should they indicate a willingness to be appointed, for the board to appoint the three new directors simultaneously. The board of the WIA would then always have the required numbers of directors to function each month on an ongoing basis. This would normally have occurred on the 9th of May 2020 had we held our AGM as anticipated. The Constitution is very specific on the maximum and minimum number of directors that may hold office at any point in time. John VK4JJW has indicated to the Board that he intends to retire effective on the 9th of May, the original date of the AGM and he has reaffirmed that this was the time frame arranged under which he undertook to fill the position created by the resignation of Harry, VK6YBZ. Harry resigned late 2019 due to health issues. Aidan, VK4APM, has indicated he is prepared to remain on the board until the delayed 2020 AGM. The appointment of the three new directors, namely Phil, VK2CPR, Lee, VK3GK and Oscar, VK3TX, should they agree, may well be formalised shortly. As previously advised through our national news service, the 2021 conference will be held in Hobart, Tasmania. Members who had already booked flights or a ferry ticket to Hobart will be pleased to note that the date for the 2021 conference will be inside of the 365 days allowed by airlines to defer flights. However, selecting a date to be well clear of school holidays, public holidays and other major events in Tasmania has been a challenge. I have received many requests from members for an indication of the dates for the Hobart Conference and AGM in 2021. I am pleased to confirm that these will be announced very shortly. Stay safe in this time of crisis and remember, two metres matters. This has been WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. On the education scene, society introducing remote invigilation for foundation exams. Foundation amateur radio exams in the UK will be able to resume by using remote invigilation. The practical assessments will be waived, say the RSGB. 
Due to the coronavirus outbreak, amateur radio exams in the UK ceased in mid-March. This new online system enables them to restart. The RSGB says in due course they will consider extending it to the other licence levels. Now with more on exams and his discussion point, here is Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and he's been thinking. If you're looking to sit an amateur radio assessment under the new pandemic restrictions, the Australian Maritime College has released the details for remote supervision. At the moment, you must be at least 18 years old and have photographic ID. To see the whole details, go to the AMC website and look under amateur radio. In the past year, the meeting app, Zoom, has gained popularity in allowing several people to take part in online meetings. It has been shown that Zoom is an efficient tool with the usual caveat that the internet speed must be adequate. Lots of radio clubs have started replacing the now-banned face-to-face meetings with the convenience of cyber technology. Last week, numerous reports were published showing that Zoom meeting videos could be video-bombed or saved and posted to other sites. In other words, there are possible serious security issues for users who do not follow the security instructions that come with the app. The Zoom publishers have issued updates. It's an easy matter to now establish password access to a meeting. As our need to remain isolated is going to remain for the next few months at least, it makes a lot of sense to ensure we can enjoy the best means of contact for social events, whilst keeping the content private. For once in our lives, it is important to read the instructions. Whilst COVID-19 casts a wide shadow over the world, the reports are that more stations are appearing on the bands. This is good for the hobby, and if we maintain the usual courtesy in our on-air activities, we can be assured that we will enjoy a pastime like no other. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Marking World Amateur Radio Day, even without HF. Now more than ever, it's important to celebrate amateur radio. Stephen Kinford, November 8 Whiskey Bravo, shares two ways to do it, even if you don't have access to HF. Get ready for World Amateur Radio Day, which marks the 95th year since the founding of the International Amateur Radio Union. There will be plenty of action for hams who use Echolink or IRLP as their main modes. This year is the fifth year an international group of hams will be operating in a 12-hour net taking place on the Echolink slash VOIP system starting at 1600 UTC on April 18th on the Dewdrop-In conference server node 355800. 
The special event coordinator, John Dereike, W2JLD, said there will be a special event QSL card along with a certificate marking the Nets' fifth year of operation. Nine control operators around the world will be helping make this happen. Elsewhere, be listening for the special event call Whiskey 7 Whiskey on the World Conference Server IRLP 9251. Tom Harrington, Alpha Fox 7 Juliet, told Newsline in an email that hams will be calling QRZ starting at 1600 UTC. Check-ins will be possible on IRLP node 9109 or Allstar 43609 and through repeaters linked to those nodes. Commemorative certificates can be emailed upon request. Paper QSLs can be requested through Alpha Alpha 7 Whiskey Bravo along with a stamped self-addressed envelope. More news from the IARU COVID-19 Special Initiatives. IARU Region 1 have started a page providing details of special amateur radio initiatives taking place in Europe, Africa and the Middle East during the coronavirus outbreak. Don Beatty, Golf 3 Bravo Juliet writes, Member societies are starting to create new initiatives to provide interest for radio amateurs who are required to stay at home as part of social distancing policies. IARU Region 1 will publicise those which may be of general interest to amateurs across Region 1 countries. To Japan, Yoshi Juliet Golf 7 Alpha Mike Delta reports that Japan's Ministry of Internal Affairs and Communications is about to expand access to 160 metres for radio amateurs and permit SSB on that band. The current 160-metre band in Japan consists of 1810 to 1825 kHz CW plus 1907.5 to 1912.5 for CW and data. Japan will allocate 1800 to 1810 kHz and 1825 to 1875 kHz for all amateur radio modes. The effective date has not yet been announced. News from Saudi Arabia. The Saudi Amateur Radio Society has announced that the communications regulator CITC has agreed radio amateurs can use 50 to 54 megahertz. The first contacts on the band took place Thursday, April 2nd. Amateurs in Saudi Arabia are limited to 50 watts on frequencies above 30 megahertz. To South Africa, the April 2020 Radio Zulu Sierra available to all. The SARL Council has decided that the April 2020 issue of Radio ZS is available for members and not yet members of the SARL. Click on the link on the front page of the League website to download a copy. The world is in lockdown and slowly going mad. A jailbreak seems like a good idea and as radio amateurs we have an advantage, a creative imagination and a willingness to tinker. So let us pretend a little. We're under house arrest, our homes are being monitored by a remote electronic surveillance system and the access control governed by an electronic key code. We can only escape by working together. Once you read this you'll be able to work on the inside track to freedom the same freedom we once took for granted. Sarah is our inside agent and she'll be giving out electronic key codes. A key code is simply a four-letter combination and it will allow you to disable the surveillance remotely. 
visit sarah.org.za, register and then find out more about the lockdown jailbreak. There's also a PDF document telling you about this activity at sarah.org.za. Due date for the renewal of ZS Spectrum licences extended. Given the state of national disaster and the current 21-day lockdown to curb the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic, ICASA has decided to extend the validity period of existing radio frequency spectrum licences. In terms of the regulations, the due date for the renewal of radio frequency spectrum licences is 31st of March annually. The regulations further provide that failure to pay the prescribed licence renewal fee by the 31st of March annually will cause the expiry of the licence immediately on the next calendar day that marks the beginning of the new financial year. ICASA has resolved to grant all radio frequency spectrum licence holders an extension to renew their licences by no later than the 30th of June 2020. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. In radio operational news, it's contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. I start this week with a report by Andrew. This is Andrew, VK1DA, with news about the QRP Hours Contest. The VK QRP Club is again running its QRP Hours Contest on 80 metres, commencing at 10 hours UTC on the 18th of April. This contest is a short one, just one hour on one mode, followed by one hour on another mode. This year, with the recent relaxation of digital mode rules for foundation licensees, we've allowed contestants to use either CW or their digital mode of choice during the first hour of the contest. And in the second hour, the most popular mode is probably SSB, but entries using digital voice modes are also invited. The full rules can be found at the VKQRP's club's website at vkqrpclub.org. Just find the contest's link in the menu at the top of the page. The rules fit on one page. There will be further reminders on the popular mailing list VKZLQRP at Groups.io, as well as on SOTA and Parks mailing lists. 73, and see you in the contest. This has been Andrew, VK1DA. The VK Shires, the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second Monday of June this year, making June 6 and 7 in 2020. IAAHF World Championship July 13-14. Trans Tasman Lesbian Contest. Next contest 17 July 2020 and has the aim of encouraging lesbian activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RD or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15-16. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQ Worldwide DXSSB October 24-25. CQ Worldwide DXCW November 28-29. December 6 to 8, 160 m worldwide. December 14 to 15, 10m worldwide. Ted Powell Memorial DX Challenge. There are only two days remaining to get your entry in for the Ted Power Memorial Dex Challenge. 
Entries for quarter one close on the 14th of April. Visit the website for details about the challenge and to submit your entry. Any VK who has worked in NDX between January to March is eligible to enter. All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. AWR reports some countries around the world are allowing radio amateur clubs and some hams to use special stay-home call sign suffixes. For example, listen for 8A1 Stay Home from Indonesia and A60 Stay Home Stroke Your Home Call from the United Arab Emirates. In Canada, Michael Shamash, VE2MXU, is using VC2 Stay Home. Canada limits call sign suffixes to seven characters. The RASA Club AX220 Stay Home. At 14 characters, as reported by the AWRL, this may just set a record for the world's longest call sign. Just at a time, a push is on to shorten VK4 four-letter call-out calls to three letters. All the way from that Kuwaiti sandpit, 9K9 Stay Home from the Kuwait Amateur Radio Society. TC1 Stay Home, the COVID-19 special event call sign from Turkey and HZ1 Stay Home from the Saudi Amateur Radio Society. Special event call VI250CWOK from the Cairns Amateur Radio Club. This update is from the Townsville Area Newsletter and it states that the Australian National Maritime Museum has put on hold the reenactment of Cook's Journey by the replica HMB Endeavour due to COVID-19 restrictions. Nonetheless, the Cairns Club will still be sharing availability of this 250CWK distinctive call sign with various other amateur radio clubs along the route the reenactment would have taken. The club will publish the on the air schedule once participation is confirmed. For more information about this special event, please access qrc.com and search for VI250CWK. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Time now for Worldwide Special Interest Group News on this Easter Sunday. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. And we start off with Amateur TV. Every pixel tells a story. Scoring a home run in the ATV world is Bevan, who puts an ATV version of this national news together each and every week. VK5BD Bevan has a YouTube channel with all the latest bulletins. It's in the link in the text edition... And if you don't yet receive your only mailed copy, it's best read on wya.org.au. The RSGB has released three more presentations from its 2019 annual convention on its YouTube channel. Board Director Kamal Singh, M010V, explores the future and growth of amateur radio. Derek Ozell, MW0LNA, talks about digital home brewing and schematics of SDR, and Roger Ballister, G3KMA, and Igor, UA9KDF, report on the Arctic Legends expedition by R10B to the Russian Polar Arctic. 
Each of these presentations is not only interesting to watch on your own, but could also form the basis for lively on-air club night chats during this time of virtual club meetings. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW, YouTube Lockdown Morse course. If anyone is interested in learning or improving their Morse, M0PTO is starting tomorrow, Monday, a new course on YouTube called Lockdown Morse. Just subscribe to the YouTube channel and or join the Lockdown Morse Facebook group. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. End of orbit for Venezuelan telecommunications satellite. Venezuela's first and only telecommunications satellite has left its orbit. Three years before it was supposed to die, Venezuela's sole telecommunications satellite has fallen out of orbit and out of service. Launched in 2008 from Beijing, the Simon Bolivar satellite was the financially strapped nation's first satellite and was not supposed to expire until 2023. It was providing internet services in underserved rural areas and was also carrying state-run television programming. At the time of its launch, the government viewed the satellite as a major component in the nation's progress toward improved scientific and technological independence. Some experts theorised that the satellite's troubles developed as a result of a fuel shortage for the manoeuvring jets. In other satellite news, AMSAT awards during stay-at-home orders. So you're sitting at home, waiting to go back to work, perhaps working some of the passes of a satellite, logging as you go. What are you going to do with all those contacts in your log? Easy. You apply for an AMSAT or ARRL award. The ARRL has worked all states, DXCC and VUCC, all with satellite endorsements. AMSAT has the Satellite Communicator Club for working your very first contact on a satellite. AMSAT has a few other awards. The AMSAT Satellite Communications Achievement Award for working 20 different contacts in different U.S. states, VA call areas and DXCC entities. Adding 40 more, you earn the AMSAT Sexagesimal Award, and adding another 40 earns the AMSAT Century Award. Then there is also the South Africa AMSAT Satellite Communications Achievement Award. This award is for 25 contacts through a LEO satellite. Back to Earth at Special Interest Group's VHF and above, the plumber's delight. 144 MHz band opens up across the Atlantic again between Cape Verde and the Caribbean. In the summer of 2019, and that's the Northern Hemisphere summer, there was a remarkable opening on 144 MHz between Cape Verde Islands off the coast of Africa and the Caribbean, which lasted for several days. This transatlantic path opened again on 144 MHz on the evening of Sunday the 5th of April 2020 when the FT8 signal from D4VHF in Cape Verde was heard by FM4SA in Martinique a distance of roughly 3,864 kilometres. This was followed by two successful FT8 contacts on Monday the 6th of April from D41VHF to FM5CS in Martinique and 9Y4D in Trinidad. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and I hope the Easter Bunny managed to visit your house, taking all the necessary precautions, of course. Till next time, stay safe. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. 
From Brisbane, it's relayed on 3605 kHz and 147 MHz at 7.30pm Mondays. I'm Bruce, VK4EHT. On the 2020 social scene, keep one wavelength away at 144 MHz. Hashtag 2 metres matters. Due to the COVID-19 situation, please check these events I'm about to read out direct for up-to-date status information. And remember, we are not broadcasting any event due to start before November unless you have fresh new information that it is definitely going ahead. So, in November, in VK7, it's their biennial Hamfest. In VK4, it's the Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club's annual dinner, Saturday, November 21. Also in VK4, the Tark Christmas Party, Sunday the 13th of December from 2pm, and the Tark Christmas Lights Tour, Friday, December 18, from 7pm. Then, we get to 2021... It's a Lara meet, 2021 Bendigo, October 1 to 4. And with that, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly, stay safe. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.